Hi everyone! Uh, so I decided to do unexpected live on a topic of one energy, one consciousness. I started feeling like there are some insights and some informations that has been within me, experienced within me that I wanted to share with you. You know, I start noticing that after my shift in consciousness that I experienced, these new downloads are happening uh, when there is full moon and, um, you know, you just feel this connection with um, everything around you more than, you know, on, on any other day comparing to how uh, it happens during full moon. Uh, I know for some of you it might sound weird and you will, might say that, oh, she's crazy. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's, um, that's actually what happens with um, people who um, are in touch with their spirit within. You know, if you look at all the enlightened masters and spiritual beings who walked on planet Earth, thousands of years ago, you know, for example, Buddha, he got enlightened on full moon uh, night, you know, this realization came to him, realization about the whole um, unity with the universe and how everything operates and that everything is just one energy, one consciousness. So that realization came to him during full moon. Um, you know, he was seeking and trying to get the answers for quite some time, you know, he was, uh, he tried to starve himself, he tried to uh, walk such long distances, um, you know, restricting himself from any social entertainment and things like that. And, um, you know, even at the end, uh, he didn't do it, eat, even eat anything. And then when this self-realization came to him uh, during full moon, uh, and the disciples that were around him, you know, uh, when he opened his eyes, you know, everybody was asking, so tell us something, <laughs> tell us something. Everybody was waiting for a very crucial message, <laughs> um, you know, and he was so quiet and peaceful, uh, just looked at them and said, like, cook something, let's eat. <laughs> I thought it was a very funny story because... Um, life before enlightenment and after enlightenment for people who haven't experienced spiritual awakening externally it might look the same you know people could still uh, look the same people could dress the same in most cases it changes eventually because the energy that you carry within um, you know it's different it's like within yourself it's a different being it's a different uh, um, character uh, that lives within and then obviously within the course of time when that energy shift happens um, it starts being manifested in um, physical reality as well and uh, people change jobs people or even quit jobs and go meditate to the rest of their life um, you know it just depends what uh, hi their higher self would um, set, send signals about again I'm trying to explain it in a very very um simple way but uh you know on an energy level you start receiving signals that are really hard to 
comprehend with human mind because human mind it's um, a physical dimension it's not um, something that higher self would have so higher self is basically you from the future it's your consciousness because you are consciousness so higher self is you from the future so it's pure um, pure consciousness that's not solicited by memory it's not solicited by this dualistic thinking of human mind Anyway, so the topic of today's live that I wanted to uh, bring up is uh, the topic of oneness, um, the topic that we are all one energy, we're all one consciousness um, that is spread into different physical containers. Um, and uh, once you experience, once you start perceiving life on spiritual level, um, you know, you can read way more information than before through five senses. Um, and also you become aware of the deceptions of your mind. Like today I was watching at uh, the full moon, like the moon uh, will be full just in a few days, but I was just paying attention to how the whole picture works. You know, it's uh, our eyes uh, have a picture that the moon um, gives light but the moon is just um, you know it doesn't contain any light the moon doesn't shine the moon um, is just a, <laughs> a piece of uh, dust it's uh, it doesn't contain light but what happens is that at night when um, you know this side of planet earth turns we don't receive as much sunlight as during the day but the sunlight gets reflected by the moon and the moon uh, basically reflects that uh, sunlight that it observes observes from the sun and uh, during the day we don't see it because the sun's light um, is stronger than the reflection of the moon so um, in reality the moon has no light whatsoever but our mind is basically interpreting it and um, the image that's, that we see in our consciousness is that the moon, as if the moon gives light. Um, same thing, you know, uh, we would think that at night there is no sun, but just because we don't see sun, it doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, right? So it just uh, uh, means that the sun is um, shining um, and gives, sends more light to another side of planet Earth. And there are so many other deceptions that mind creates. And, um, you know, these are just a few simple ones in physical reality, how these images that we write, that are projected <laughs> in uh, our perception um, automatically, you know, uh, this is just interpretation of physical reality that our um, mind creates. Uh, but if we look at reality psychological, you know, there are the same amount of uh, deceptions in psychological realm where we start thinking and assigning certain um, qualities to people, you know, uh, uh, traits of character. As soon as we start defining people and that's who we think they are, we don't give them an opportunity to to change in our in the way we perceive them um, so when we start living in a present moment without being 
um, impacted by our memory, like if we break the cycle of, um, you know, being stuck in the past and being ruled by our memory, um, we start seeing people um, different every moment we come across with them in life. Um, for example, I don't let my mind to uh, assign a certain uh, meanings of what they say. I just listen, you know, if they have something to say, I listen. Um, and by listening, it doesn't mean that it's um, impacting me because I can, I know exactly how my mind operates and human mind is the same design. It's a survival instrument. So you can read the mind of every being. So uh, when we talk about oneness and one consciousness and one energy, we notice that around everything is so interconnected. Um, the trees create, you know, oxygen that we breathe. Um, you know, then we eat vegetables. Uh, when we look at the vegetables on, our, on the plate before we have lunch, for example, um, it's also a physical manifestation of certain type of consciousness. It's a piece of life. It's a life form. Um, you know, and we, by consuming, like before consuming food, we think that, oh, this is our food. Then we eat food and then in a few hours it becomes us, it becomes our body. And um, we don't really understand that <laughs> we eat not exactly the, the fruit or the vegetable. We consume certain information that they contain. We consume certain nutrients. But if we break, if we keep uh, digging deeper and deeper and deeper behind the nutrients, there is certain qualities, certain information that they carry, the information that is vital for um, operation and for the life of every cell in our body. Um, so basically, this oneness is easy to be experienced if we start being conscious in every step that we take during the day you know uh, for example uh, if we drink water you know right now this water is um, is uh, the, the mind would tell you that this is my water uh, if I drink it um, so this water this H2O which was that was water now it's me, <laughs> you know? So this oneness is, um, can be experienced in every step you're taking, right? 72% of our body is water. 12% of our body is earth. So if we look at things we consume, you know, that balance, this, that um, we consist of five elements. Um, basically, water, 72%, earth, 12%. There is um, uh, fire. Um, there is air, we breathe, right? And there is the fifth element is space. So space, by space, I mean, it's not the rest, six or four percent, it's consciousness, which is basically nothingness. And you can dive as deep as you want. Um, majority of human beings are experiencing life on the level of mind, which is, uh, it's only like three or four percent of capacity that's available for this physical vehicle. Um, to experience in this 3D reality. Um, so if we start diving deeper into this fifth element called Akash or space, um, you know, you start being able to perceive 
way more around you and you start receiving your body becomes um, like a very enhanced antenna of receiving way more signals beyond five senses. So things that are on energy level. So you can even receive signals from some spiritual teachers call it like spiritual guides. Spiritual guides don't speak English. Spiritual guides can uh, talk on the level of energy through um, any life form or even, you know, a rock, a stone, anything around you, you know, it just um, the way you perceive it. And at that particular moment, you're just so sure how it has to be done. So that's what they call intuition, because for your mind, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> but for your deeper uh, self, for your who you truly are, the consciousness, um, everything just makes such a perfect sense because you experience this oneness with everything. You start feeling everything as a part of you. So the energy that's um, going through um, every tree, every plant, every animal, grass, everything, even planet Earth, you know, which is in constant movement. <laughs> For us, we have these illusions that uh, it's everything is stable. The buildings are standing on the on the ground, but this is just all managed by gravity. Gravity, the, the laws, uh, the physical laws of gravity. In essence, planet Earth is spinning, <laughs> constantly spinning, and it's round. But in our perception, it's create. We live in illusion, uh, seeing everything flat, right? And for us, we think that. Um, you know, these buildings are stable, they are standing on the, on the earth, and this creates illusions that this physicality carries stability, which is a deception, uh, because your mind always tries to make impermanent things permanent, you know, and tries to cling, cling to everything externally. Um, since it's a tool of survival, uh, you know, it's just constantly seeking for um, things to protect your physical and mental boundaries. So when we break through those, um, transcend those physical and mental boundaries, um, that's when you start feeling oneness. That's when you start, you know, when you touch that uh, dimension within you, um, the, the dimension which is non-physical, because thoughts are still physical, it's more, mental body is still subtle, because you can't really see it by your eyes, you can't touch it, so you can't really, um, with five senses, you can't identify a thought, like, you can't identify your mental body within you, that character that you are playing unconsciously, but that character that's living within you right now, it was not created consciously, that's why people are it's hard for people to be constantly in a state of bliss because that character doesn't realize that um, he's a character. <laughs> you know, if you're not taking anything serious in life, life is a breeze. <laughs> um, and um, when that awareness comes that I'm just a I am a character, you know, I, and you start constructing the character you enjoy, actually, the character that lives within this uh, physical vehicle and this lifespan, uh, you know, but you know the deeper dimension within you that um, never dies, that is beyond shape and form, beyond physicality, beyond uh, death and life. It's, um, 
something that's eternal within you. It's like that seed that contains all information of how the whole universe operates. In every life form, in everything around you, there is a seed that contains information that never dies. So within a human being, that is that consciousness. Um, consciousness which um, never dies because it's beyond physicality. It's like when we look at when we look at um, a computer, let's say, the computer has hardware, the computer has software, and then there is a cloud from where the software is downloaded. So to make work all those three components, it requires energy. And that energy, it, uh, the computer can work on a battery for a few hours, right? But at some point the battery um, dies and the whole thing just dies with it. But if within this lifespan you are able to plug in, to plug in to the energy and connect to the energy that never dies, that's when you transcend this physicality. Because when you plug in into that uh, boundless energy that is life-making energy, you know, I call it God, I call it, I can call it life-making energy, I can call it consciousness, I can call it um, spirit, so many things that humans created, so many words that humans created for something that is not um, within understanding of physical matter. Um, and that's why words will never describe the full um, meaning of it. The only way to to experience, it, it just, um, you can experience God, you can experience this energy that flows through everything around you only through inner experience, when everything within yourself becomes so clear and you exactly know what's coming from your mind, what's coming from survival aspects, what coming, what's coming from fear or, you know, all those uh, manufactured feelings uh, within yourself, you know exactly, you, can, you become observer of those, right? So if your uh, mind-body-spirit complex starts producing a lot of low vibrational feelings, just know that um, this manufacturer within uh, hasn't read the user's manual because um, the crucial component, which is this life-making energy, the energy that never dies, consciousness that never dies, um, is within every human being. Um, but because people are operating on the dimension of mind, they are always, um, their thoughts become their reality. <laughs> they believe in their reality that their mind is projecting. But like I started the live session discussing um, the deceptions of mind and your mind projects and divides life into past and future. Um, you know, it's so hard to feel this oneness and hard to feel how this energy is flowing through you, through all your chakras. Um, so once you start seeing the illusion of your mind, once you start seeing this, um, uh, these tricks that it creates to protect the boundaries of mental structure within, as soon as you become an observer, 
you got it. <laughs> when you become an observer of your thoughts and emotions and feelings, and you clearly within yourself, you feel that you are not this physical vehicle, that this physical vehicle receives inbound information, uh, your brain basically creates a file and then consciousness digests it. So if your consciousness expands, uh, you are already consciousness. You are already that um, energy. You you carry within yourself that life-making energy that created everything in this universe. That's why they say that you are God and everything is God around you because everything contains life-making energy that organizes the universe into this perfect order. So... Once you see clearly that anything that your mind produces is based on the past experiences, um, then you break through illusion and understand that uh, whatever feeling you have, whatever thought you have, is just a projection of your mind from the past. So it's a deception. And then whoever is watching your mind, that's that pure uh, consciousness that is not touched by memory. Um, and that is that pure consciousness, pure energy, pure life-making material, not material, but uh, uh, life-making on a quantum level, energy that created everything around you. That is, that is God. So God is not something that um, you believe in. <laughs> God is not something that you fight for. God is not something, someone that you are, should be scared of. God is everything, even something that you hate, that is God too, something that you don't like. Actually, that is uh, the sign for you to learn to like everything because everything is God. Uh, to project a picture, there has to be dark and bright colors. It doesn't mean that dark colors are worse than uh, white colors or brighter colors. Um, both of them are valuable. Everything is valuable. So once you transcend physical boundaries and mental boundaries of your existence, then you embrace everything and you include everything as a part of you. Uh, you experience everything as a part of yourself because you know that you are making this image. And the more encompassing this image your mind learns to create, uh, the more joy and bliss you will experience in life. <laughs> so I would say that for today, I wish everybody to find an experience within that seed, that seed that connects you to everything around you, that connects you to every life form out there. Um, yeah, I wish that um, each of you finds a way to plug in to that um, life-making energy. Thank you so much for those who listened. If you have any questions or wanted to connect and discuss this more, I would be more than happy to chat with you about that. You know, this is something that I am leaving. It's not something that I'm preaching. And again, if it doesn't resonate with you, that's totally fine. Um, it's not something that uh, mind is designed to comprehend. <laughs> uh, you know, I was um, fortunate enough to experience this um, dimension within me um, 
through a romantic stories, through love. Um, you know, a lot of people experience spiritual awakening through uh, near-death experience, through loss of their loved ones. Um, you know, uh, different stories for every being. Uh, it's uh, different. Uh, that's why we're also unique because we carry um, different um, projections within ourselves. Um, but like I said, in each of us, there is that capability to touch that dimension. And uh, I wish each of you uh, to achieve that in this lifespan. Thank you so much and hope everyone has a good night. Bye.